From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Steve. Here we are, Forum for the Fans, the Bleed Blue Show. This is the Dugout Podcast. MLB winding down last regular season series for all Major League Baseball teams. Before we get into some wild card playoff baseball later this weekend, and of course, uh, talk about all this home run chases and the the only the only um, uh, uh, main series that really mattered over the weekend, and I'll get to that in a few minutes. Uh, the Braves and the, and, and the Mets, uh, where the Braves pretty much wrap things up. They're down in Miami versus the Marlins as we record this episode, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, last game, uh, series games for, for all teams before playoff baseball. Um, BleedBlueShow.com is our website, audio archive episodes, Apple uh, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Um, BleedBlueShow.com also, you, you can always stream all of our episodes right from the website if you don't want to use, you know, the streaming apps, but shout out to everybody, subscribers and people who, uh, I hate the word follow, but, you know, tune in with the Bleed Blue Show and and give us the thoughts and stuff like that. Before I get into the NLE stuff, because uh, I have a lot, I don't want to say a lot to say, but just a couple of words and thoughts on that. Um, I think the big, there was two, really two big stories. And the really big one, of course, was the home run chase where Aaron Judge, where last week or in between episodes since last Monday, he tied Roger Maris's home run record at 61 in Toronto. But he's kind of been... Um, Hasn't gotten on over the hump yet. He's got three games to do it down in Texas as the Yankees are uh, are in the last series versus the Texas Rangers. So he has uh, uh, three crack, three games to get added to to break the record. Hopefully he does. Uh, Aaron Judge uh, has been totally under a microscope with sports because I'm, I'm watching. Uh, Kentucky football what was it Kentucky versus Ole Miss on Saturday, right? Good game, by the way. If you watch SEC football, uh, uh, watching that game, and every time Aaron Judge uh, came to the plate, they did the split screen uh, to get his at bats. Uh, you know, I watched the you know I'm always on the Yes Network anyway, but damn, they was all over the place. And Aaron Judge has been batting first in the lineup for quite some time. And to be quite honest with you, he hasn't – to. I think a lot of people would say he's been pressing. I don't necessarily look at it like that, per se, not 100%. Um, I think – I would even call that there, that the pitchers that are throwing to him or pitching to him are, are pitching around him. I believe he's just taking what has been given. And honestly – and it's a good sign for me because – He's getting a lot of those sliders off the plate. You know, these are pitches, a lot, a few of these seasons where he's been sucker at as far as swinging and missing. And he's been he's been keeping a good eye out on the ball. He's not going for those bait pitches out of the zone or a little bit out of the zone, out of his 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 uh, swing zone. And he's taking walks, and you've seen a few a lot of walks out of him, which is fine. Um, I know the big thing with him is about the home run record, of course. I, to me, honestly, I mean, if I had to pick one, you know, home run record is cool, but man, I would have loved the triple count. 
I probably would probably want the triple crown just as much, if not a little bit more. But if you could have done both, that would have been fantastic. It's an all time. It would have. It's already an all time season anyway. He said, as of right now, going into the uh, series versus the Texas Rangers, uh, second in the AL in batting. Right, he followed a couple of uh, uh, batting points uh, in the lead. You know, in second place. But yeah, of course, you know he's definitely leading in home runs, of course, and RBIs. But the triple crown would have been just as impressive, in my opinion, because to, able to do that, you know, we haven't seen that. You know, it hasn't it's been a couple of years. Uh, Mickey Cabrera has done it for the Tigers, right? But I mean, it's no way, no no way how you split it. It's been a fantastic season for Judge, whether he gets the home run record or not. You know, to be in the tops in those categories, it's just it's just phenomenal feat. And, you know, the Yankees are going to have to break out the bank or he's going to end up on the San Francisco Giants or the Chicago Cubs. That's just pretty much what it is. They should have figured out and signed up and locked up the deal at his age of 30 before the season. You would have got him for under market value. Now the Yankees are going to have to overpay for him. John Carl Stanton has a lot of Aaron Judge's money, and we talked about that years ago when the Yankees made the deal with Derek Jeter in the, in, the, in the Florida or the Miami Marlins. So now we're at a situation, we're at a point in, the, in, in life, you know, when the Yankees, if they don't win the World Series, whether they win it or not, I don't think it's even a point. The point is when the Yankees, when the season concludes, whether with a World Series or without a World Series, Aaron Judge, the chances of him being on this team with the, uh, the younger Steinbrenner's pocketbooks, his spending habits, which is not his father's, is definitely looking like he's going to be on the way out. And that's unfortunate because we've been on this platform for several years, several years, raving about Aaron Judge before he came up with the Yankees. We were one of those first, you know, podcasts, sports podcasts, literally looking at when he was going to come up out of uh, Scranton. We would do literally week weekly updates because this was the time where back in 2015 where the Yankees were not as good. They were an average, a little bit above average team, but not a division winning type of team. And we said, is it, should we bring, I remember those conversations so vividly with Knickerbocker. I remember Kenny, shout out to Kenny, the doorman, shout out to Kenny, man. And we talked about that over and over for years. Should we bring him up? I remember those conversations like seven years ago on this show, easily. And and, and the right move at the time, and we agreed as much as we wanted to see something because it was, you know, we weren't going anywhere. We had a dead team with Mark Teixeira and A.R.I. were on the way out. The right move at the right time was to leave him in and develop the problem is business-wise, the Yankees did not lock him in, man, as far as contract-wise. So, um, you know, we've seen some fantastic seasons out of him and Otani. Uh, I know Otani got the extension through 2023 with the Angels. But, I mean, that's the crazy thing because I hate to sound like I'm a judge hater because I love Aaron Judge, man. I love the fact that he's putting up fantastic numbers. He's got a cannon for an arm. Uh, I know you guys saw the reel on the Bleed Blue show uh, that going around when he threw out the guy at second base from right field. I mean, that's just that's, that's one of my favorite things about Aaron Judge. It's not necessarily what he does at the play, but outside defensively with that arm and right field in particular. I know he's played a lot of center field this year. Now Harrison Bader is back for the Yanks. But, man, that kingdom of an arm is a sight to see. It's worth box office money watching him throw guys out 
when guys think they're going to stretch a long single into a double. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, hopefully, they'll find a way, and I'm wrong. Like, I was wrong about the Yankees winning the division. Congratulations of them winning the AL East, and it's about damn time because it seems like forever the Rays has been winning the division, and then, you know, Red Sox here and there, and I think the Orioles back in 2015. It feels good to, you know, this is a competitive division, man. Four teams over 500. Boston's in last place. This uh, this was a good season thus far, especially in the first half of the season when they're pitching over the Chiefs. So we got to give credit where credit is due, man. So shout-outs to the Yankees for winning the AL East. And, um, you know, we'll, we will continue those talks because we set up the matchup in the AL where Seattle and, and, um, uh, Seattle and Toronto and Tampa Bay and Cleveland. I will definitely be watching every piece of baseball playoff I could get. And it's one of those times of the years. You hear me joke around on the uh, hockey podcast with those guys when we talk about our TV shows. And, and you know, this is the time of year. You just got to put that to the wayside with all the sports. The hockey is coming back with the preseason. The NBA is coming back with their preseason games. You know, we do our shows with the Rangers, the Knicks, the NHL, the NBA. Now you got playoff baseball, and both the teams in New York are in it. And then on top of that, you know, the Dodgers are running away. They ran away with the NL West. Uh, you got competitive teams in both the AL and the NL. I mean, this is going to be a fantastic 2022 postseason baseball, man. We're going to be here to talk about it on Mondays. Uh, we'll get through it and, and see how it goes. Uh, I got to go back what I was saying about – uh, over the weekend, because the series of the weekend to me, of course, was Braves Mets. It really helped set up where if one is going to be the division winner, the other is going to be the wild card. And the Mets, man, wow, man. I mean, listen, I don't think it's the end all be all. And I'm not saying, you know, I think it would have been a nice uh, accomplishment for the Mets to win the division because a lot of people had to win in the division. Uh, I. I think I had the Braves. I have to go back and listen. I'll be honest with you. I kind of forgot. Because coming off the World Series after the, the Braves beat the Astros in the World Series, I thought they were to come back fully, you know, with, with, uh, Ronald Acuna. You know, you know, Albies has been out. I mean, it's a whole bunch of guys for the Braves has been out. But, man, I mean, that this set up a very uh, exciting series this past weekend, Mets and Braves. And I watched more of that than I watched some of my own team because of the – it was really about who's going to take the division. Of course, right? The Grom pitched on Friday, and I watched him. You know, hey, listen, man, he gave up <laughs> that big home run, a uh, couple of solo shots, uh, the Austin Riley shot, the center field. I'm like, God damn, man, wow. You know, um, Scherzer pitched the next day. Uh, you know, Jansen, the reliever, he's got the that – Cocky delayed wind up. Uh, sure, you know, you know, I, I'm not really necessarily worried about the Mets. I think they have enough one-two punch to line up against anybody. I said that all season, all, all year, really, right? Th- just because they may not win the division, right? At this point, if the Braves figure out to just win one or three in Miami, as they should, you know, it's not it's not the end all or be all because I think I think the Mets are definitely set up perfectly. Uh, with their pitching, they'll get the uh, some of their hitting. Got McNeil on there. Alonzo's has been, and I'll get the Alonzo in a few. I, I think the Mets will be okay, man. And I'm not saying that just to say it. Like I, you know, I'm not one of those guys that's a Yankee guy that hates the Mets. I'm not like I'm not. I I haven't 
really give it. You know, I'm not one of those Mets haters in 20 plus years, not since we beat them in the World Series. That's kind of where my hate for the Mets have kind of died out. They're just another team to me, right? So, you know, there's nothing to be all, man, because I think this is a lot about the Braves, man, showing championship fortitude, showing that they uh, want to come back and and, and uh, raise the bar. I, I thought they showed out over the weekend, man. You know, winning the game on Friday, they, they came back with a 4-2 win on Saturday, man. And I thought they had a big 4th, 5th, and 6th inning. Kyle Wright, one of his 20, you know, he's a 20-game winner, man. 21st win, he went five innings, pedestrian, and they get the ball over to Jansen, and he gets like his 39th save of the year, winning the series. And then the, and then the Sunday game, to put it to bed, man, you know, the Mets, you know, you know, took the lead in the third inning, right? They were up 3-1, to one, and the Braves... You know, they they show a lot of guts, man. Like, they came back in that bottom of the third and took the lead and never really looked back, got over to their bullpen, and, and Jensen is, got his 40th save of the year, you know. So they have the starter pitching as well. They have the closer. I mean, the, the Mets are in a fine position, man. I just think uh, just don't let this bother you. I think having all those games, they had, a, like, a 10-game lead at one point on the, on the Braves, man. I, and that might be the disheartening point about this is the Mets having that big-ass lead on the division in the Atlanta Braves. You know, they're kind of like their foes. Those, those teams don't like each other. You can ask a lot of Mets fans. They don't like each other, man, because of the, all those years with um, <laughs> Chipper Jones. Oh, man, what was that guy, man? John Rocker. Remember the shit with the subway train? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, just trolling Mets fans. And they got that little back and forth that's been going on for years, man. The Braves were running a lot of those divisions in the mid-'90s up into the early 2000s. And there was a couple of those years that the Mets did win and they got to the World Series. But, man, man, um, I know Mets fans got to be a little distraught because they've been running shit. I mean, they've, to me, they've kind of had – okay, let me – I'll put it like this. The Yankees have this expectation because they're the Yankees, but the Mets, because get, getting the ground back, adding shirts, are, it's a lot of life. You know, you have a slugger in, in, in Pete Alonso, which – um, I don't think he's going to win the MVP now, and I'll, I'll talk about that in a few. But they have a there's a lot to be cheerful for, man. They, they, as far as going deep into the playoffs, man, I really do, man. Don't let you know they they should have had their heads down, man, because I know losing that division lead and that would have been a great you know bragging rights for this year. They had a fantastic year, should win a hundred games, but um, but I I think they'll be fine, man. I I definitely think they'll be fine, man. Um, the but let's see who let's see who do you have? I think they got the the Nationals the last three games at home at City Field. Um, you never know. I, I mean, you never know. What if Atlanta does falter those three? You know, this week and the Mets sweep the Nationals. You know, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll definitely see what happens. But um, so the Mets to get to uh. To get to 100 wins, can they get to 100 wins? I know they were like at 97 or something like that, man, going into the weekend. Let me double check real quick. Let's see, where the Mets were. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, the Mets could still win 100 games. Just win two out of three versus the Nationals. The Braves are already there. Okay. I wasn't too sure. I wasn't too sure, man. So the Braves win one more game. It's a wrap for the division. Mets get the wild card. Oh, they'll have the wild card, and I guess they'll play um, – Probably the the Cardinals, right? That would be a fun series. Oh, that, and that's the thing. Man. That sets up what I'm about to say as far as the National League MVP, right? Um, 
Well, let me start on the AL side. The AL MVP is Aaron Judge. Without a doubt, almost a triple crown, home run record, shebang, uh, number one, and wins over um, uh, over Ward, but the war, right? So Judge is going to win uh, the AL MVP. Although, if you was to ask me who had the more historic season, it's Otani, right? Obviously, for me, because of the – that pitching element, you just cannot replace that. As great and historic of a season Aaron Judge has had, Otani's season, because he's on a bad team, uh, with the you know the 30-plus home runs, the 10-plus wins as a starting pitcher, you know, I, I just think that is just, I mean, you can't, you're just not going to see that every day. That's just a flat-out, whatever it is, you know, 100. 50 plus, like 140, 140, 145 years, right? As far as what Otani has done, where Judge, you know, shit, I mean, he, you know, we haven't seen a home run record, a legit home run record since Maris, right? But then also the Triple Crown, you know, the last, it's been done within the last 10 years when it comes to Miguel Cabrera from the Tigers. But the NO side, the NO side, who's the MVP? All right, now this is where I was thinking about it. And, and and I really think where it may have been lost for Pete Alonzo for the Mets is when um, they lost that series to the Braves. It, it, it shouldn't be that way, but it would have sent the statement that the Mets won the division with two teams within the division, won 100-plus games, uh, but they got swept. And that's not Pete Alonzo's fault. I'm not saying that. But it would have helped this case a lot when it comes to those voters. I don't have a vote. But I think that's kind of, you know, there, now there's also the fact that, you know, there might be there might be some bias voting coming out of New York. Those Some of those New York votes, they might lean Pete Alonzo. You know, Pete Alonzo is pretty, pretty much good with the media from what I know, right? So they're – Maybe some biased votes for him anyway. It would have helped this case had they been in the division hunt or won the division by the time we're recording this episode, right? But uh, the comparisons between Paul Goldschmidt of the St. Louis Cardinals and Peter Alonso, I was thinking about it. Like, who is the – like, statistically, who is more of the NL MVP for 2022? Is it is it Goldschmidt or is it Alonzo? Well, here's, here's the breakdown for me. Right now, if you're looking at batting average – uh, Goldschmidt uh, is uh, batting three as of right now. Going into the, the games this tonight or this weekend, he's batting 318, third in Major League Baseball versus Pete Alonso's 269, 270 average. So heavy advantage, uh, Paul Goldschmidt, without a doubt, right? Uh, home run advantage, Pete Alonso has him currently by five. So Pete Alonso has 40 home runs. Uh, Goldschmidt has uh, 35 home runs. Advantage Alonso, but not by much, right? It's only a five home run difference. But if you go through those first two categories, who has more of the advantage? I would say Goldschmidt. Because the average, the the, the differential in the average is just a bigger weight more than the five home run difference currently with Alonzo, right? RBI difference. Okay. Um, our, uh, Peter Alonzo has him by 17 RBI. So the pendulum sh- sh- it shifts a little bit back into Alonzo's favor, but I still give – uh, Paul Goldschmidt, more of the uh, the uh, advantage, right? But this is where the difference is. And I think where – this is where Paul Goldschmidt wins um, the war. And I think win over uh, uh, a replacement, 
this is where Goldschmidt wins. And now he has a little bit of help though. Uh, that uh, his teammate uh, Nolan Arenado is actually second in Major League Baseball in WAR, where uh, Goldschmidt is third in Major League Baseball in WAR. Uh, Pete Alonso in WAR. This is where the, this is a huge gap, and this is where it hurts Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso is 42nd in in WAR. He's 4.1 in WAR. Big, big difference. That's a huge advantage for Goldschmidt. That's where I think it separates those two from who gets the award, division or not, whether the Cards win, whether the Mets miraculously come back and win the division. That's the biggest difference right there. Um, Games played. Peter Alonso has played nine more games than uh, Paul Goldschmidt. and uh, Goldschmidt, even in nine more games by Alonzo, he has struck out. Um, uh, Pete Alonzo has struck out nine times less than uh, Goldschmidt. But Goldschmidt does have more hits, and that's why he has a better, a higher batting average. So if you was to ask me, the National League MVP, I would have to give it to Paul. It, it probably would go to Paul Goldschmidt. Fantastic season by Pete Alonso, but but the by the numbers by those summary numbers, and you could get into the advanced gen, gen stats and things of that nature. Uh, I just think there's a huge advantage, huge advantage for Paul Goldschmidt. He's going to probably win the NL MVP, and we talked about him earlier this year, but now you can really see it after a full 162 games. Uh, as far as uh, you know, around Major League Baseball, because now we're wrapping up. Um, Kyle Wright is probably going to get the NL Cy Young uh, award. He's the only 20-game winner in Major League Baseball. He's got a big win over the Mets in their series before last at the regular season ending. Um, on the AL side, who who, who probably get it on the AL side? I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's the, either those two, uh, is it Valdez from Houston, or is it going to be Verlander? Verlander's been out a little bit, been injured, but... There's really not a lot of competition over there, right? I'm not, I'm not really going to put my bet on Manda for uh, Toronto, right? I, I think it's probably, it could probably be Verlander. It probably would be. Uh, batting wise, I mean, you know, we talked about Aaron Judge. He's leading the AL, but he's fifth uh, overall in Major League Baseball, uh, second in the AL. Luis uh, Arez from the uh, Minnesota Twins. Uh, four points better, it probably has the nod, man. We're probably going to pencil him in for the batting title for the AO. Freddie Freeman, who came over from um, uh, the uh, Atlanta Braves, now with the Dodgers, who ran, I mean, they literally just blew the NL West away. All the Diamondbacks and the, uh, the Padres, the San Francisco Giant Frauds. and uh, Who's the other team in that division? Did I get them all? I'm missing one, right? But anyway, whoever, whoever's in the NOS, oh, Colorado, whoever's in the NOS, uh, you know, it's just a loaded-ass lineup. Uh, Freddie Freeman, uh, worth the money. Uh, the Braves should have figured out a way to pay him, but they did it. But, hey, this is what he does, man, batting almost close to 330 out there uh, in L.A. In Chavez Ravine, um, the best uh, – Pitching, as far as, yeah, I think Verlander's probably got it. He's got the most wins. He's got the RA to back it up. He's pretty much locked in for Verlander. This is another fucking guy I said we should have got for the Yankees. Another motherfucker we should have got for the Yankees, right? Um, uh, I mean, 
The, here's, the, here's the thing, man. Austin Riley is a very, very underrated baseball player. Uh, and you saw a little bit of him on display. Uh, he plays a decent third base, and he gets you almost 40 home runs, man. That's a very good Atlanta lineup, man. They be just finding guys, man. Just, it's, just, it's amazing. But what's really fucking disappointing is the fact that we got Mike Trout and Shani Otani just rotting away in Orange County, California. Those two guys need to be on a very a better team, and I know they can't put any better talent around the Angels. I mean, I'm not really crying because I mean for years, remember in the early 2000s, man, they put up a good product when um, Mike Shoza was the manager. And they had a, they had a lot of good competitive teams that way. Really, give they were a thorn to the Yankees, knocking the Yankees out of some of those series, man. But anyway, c- continuing on, um, I mean, you know. You know, you, you were, um, Kyle Tucker's had a good year with the Houston Astros. Another bat in that lineup. Um, you know, we know about Jose Ramirez with the Cleveland Guardians. I was about to say it. I was about to say it. But Jose Ramirez, uh, another third baseman who's – I wouldn't say he's under the radar. He's just play, He's been a very good Cleveland Guardian. Guardian. Player, I had to say it twice not to catch myself. I don't want to, you know, go down that road. You know why they turn, you know, they change the team name, right? He's been a very good player for that franchise for years, man, for years. Um, let me see. Uh, Garrett Cole, we know he leads the league in strikeouts and giving up home runs, so it's like, oh god. I mean, happy to have him to a certain extent. It's, it's almost a uh, you know, it gives up too many fucking bombs, man. It's like it's a home, he's the ultimate home run or die as your pitcher, as your front uh, front man on on the mound, man. He has your ace. Is it? As far as an ace, man. Just giving up, just fucking fucking meatballs, man. Um, let's see. Yeah, but yeah, if, I mean, if you look at um, you know, everybody else, Cleveland set up with Bieber. Uh, you know, Shane Bieber's had a very solid season. Um, I would say uh, as far as the hitting-wise, you know, Toronto, let me say last thing before I get off. And I'm not mad. I'm not, I shouldn't be mad because I thought Toronto was going to turn the page and capture the division. Boy, I'm glad I was wrong because it felt like last year, with all that moving around with those multiple, you know, remember they played them doing in Florida, doing in Florida outside of Tampa. They played in Buffalo, New York, and they felt they looked more hungry playing in multiple ballparks in the states than playing all year round in home in Toronto at the Sky Dome or whatever that shit is called, Rogers Center, RNC, whatever. I, I'm glad that they did not take, turn the corner and allow the Yankees to stop Kyle wins before the All-Star break and capture the division, as far as the Yankees concerned. But that is, you know, I mean, there's a lot of questions for the, the Major League Baseball playoff situation with the Rays, the Jays. You know, um, to me, honestly, out, out of the AL, I mean, I can't make, I cannot make a case for anybody beating Houston, and that includes my own team. And that's just being honest. And I know what I said before the start of the season. And I apologize to those Yankee fans that, you know, I wasn't drinking the Kool-Aid, and I said them. But they did play a fourth-place schedule since the All-Star break. All right, I'll put that out there. 
Enosad, I mean, who, like, there's only, I don't think the Braves could beat the Dodgers. I don't think the Cardinals could beat the Dodgers. If it was a five-game series, I think the Mets have a shot because of the one-two punch. But that's in the five-game series. I don't think in the seven-game series. But the Dodgers have a lot of injuries, even though they've been running away with the NOS anyway. So we're just going to sit back and watch and see how this shit develops here on the Dugout podcast in the playoffs every Monday. Going to tune in, live game lookings and shit like that, wild card games and discuss it and we'll know more of a playoff picture we'll come come back next monday and, and chop it up here on the dugout apple podcast google podcast spotify stitcher iHeartRadio. if you have not heard the post game winning of the uh big you know the big blue here the guys and the gals after the win over the bears check that out if you haven't heard uh all these nba division episodes we got two more to cover this wednesday of course nba preseason basketball on the knickerbocker avenue fan forum uh be on the lookout for that when it drops in your streams or the website and of course another preview show versus the packers in london uh giants versus the packers and round the nfl uh try to get to i'm trying to get to all the teams i got to get a little bit of this college football in there we'll try to see what we get do with that it's because there's been some good games and some good talent out there definitely let you guys know you know to be on the lookout for what i like to do is give you my opinion or this platform give us you know give people their opinion and then you could actually go research what we talked about so whether we lying and talking you know telling the truth so on so for one way or another but enjoy the start of your week the bleed blue show sangria so ladies and gentlemen thank you for supporting the platform and we outie man bleed blue can you dig it can you dig it can you dig it Blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue.